Hey there, it's Jenny Holbert. Welcome back to the Wild Wellness Podcast. This is episode number 37. So grateful you're here. And I have a question for you today. Do you tend to feel less motivated for runs or workouts in the winter season? Am I the only one that sometimes feels that way? (laughs) So before we get into answering why that might be and what you can do about it, I think it's important to share that I have a very holistic approach to fitness. I've come to know from my personal experiences as a runner and working with other people as a trainer and a coach that it's about more than the scale, a spreadsheet, or a stopwatch. Although I wouldn't describe my approach as just holistic. If you ask me what inspires me most when it comes to fitness and living healthy, I would say nature. Nature-inspired wellness is the essence of what I share with you. Yes, it's essential oils and the many areas of life and health they can impact. Yes, it's outdoor workouts and adventures that involve fresh air and trails, but it's also the seasons of nature and what they can teach us about our habits and how we live. I don't know about you, but I'm over and done with the hustle, push, go harder, 100% of the time messages that we get in fitness and in life for that matter. And on that flip side, I'm definitely not saying those things are bad or that we should sit back and rest all the time either. I'm an Aries and I love action and momentum, but I feel like there's this perpetual pressure that in order to get better, stronger, healthier, and reach your goals, you have to do more, go harder, go faster, and go longer. And you know what? I just don't agree. In fact, that approach left me feeling sick and tired with adrenal issues. And since then, I've been finding my way a different way. Because the truth is, we are so influenced by the outer seasons, spring, summer, fall, and winter. And actually, these are related to inner seasons that we experience each month as women. I spoke about winter as an inner season, actually, in the last episode, number 36, and what I do for more ease during that time of menstruation. So in this episode now, I want to talk about winter as a season that we experience in nature and what it's all about. As an outer season, winter is a time of rest where the earth appears quiet, nature appears frozen and dead, right? There's this deep stillness. And we often behave as if these seasonal changes that we look at on the outside, the trees and the snow and the colder temperatures and the more quiet, we look at it as if that's irrelevant to a modern lifestyle because we can. I mean, if you look at our culture, we turn on the lights, we turn up the heat, we get some caffeine and we just keep on trucking. But the thing is, our bodies have this ancient wisdom of how weather once dictated our behavior. The darkness would mean shorter days, less activity, and more quiet. It was inevitable. And this call to retreat and rest more is really counter to the message of our culture now. The message that productivity is king and doing nothing is related to being weak and lazy. But the thing is, if you don't honor this slowdown during the winter season or any season, and your inner winter each month isn't honored as a slowdown time, you miss the opportunity to repair your nervous system, to get the reboot that your body needs and allow it to recharge. But with an understanding of nature cycles and your inner cycles, you can create a stronger trust within yourself. You can build your confidence. You can make choices that are more empowered. 
we know how to relate to the outer world better when we understand the seasons. Because, for example, when you're more prone to want to be around people, you can go for that group fitness or yoga class. Or if you're more feeling like it's time for a solo run or a hike, you can be okay with that. And understanding both decisions and why you feel the way that you do allows you to go ahead and make that choice with clarity, without judgment and self-criticism. We also know when we're more vulnerable to comparison and our inner critic when we understand the inner seasons and even what outer season might be affecting us. So in that way, we get to set boundaries. We can actually use this time to uh, have our workouts help us in our business or creative work because we know where our strengths and challenges lie. There's a lot of ways that these things are connected, but without tapping into the cues of these seasons, there's just so much confusion about what to do and when to do it. And the ups and f down flows in our energy can be frustrating and confusing. We wonder why we have no motivation to work out or why we don't feel like doing the same thing we've been doing in the summer or fall even though that's completely normal. So honestly, how many times have you beat yourself up for missing a workout? Or were out for a run and you felt totally exhausted, only it wasn't just that one run, it was actually several days in a row that you had just been feeling tired and heavy, and you've been wondering, why is this so hard? What's wrong with me? Or maybe you've been asking the question of this episode, should I run less in the winter? Because I really don't feel like going out there as much. So first, let me say this again. Understanding how to sync with the outer season and my inner seasons makes it so much easier. Personally, knowing this now, I understand what my body needs and I don't feel guilty about it. And that's not to say that I'm perfect now because there's definitely times when my mind wants to go but my body says no, slow down. But the difference is I have this intuitive connection on how to move my body and work out in a different way with the cycles instead of this linear pattern. And it doesn't come with all the guilt, confusion, and frustration that it used to. I think back to a couple years ago, actually, and I noticed something that has helped me shift how I work out in the winter now. So I'm a runner, and a few years ago, I had set goals for two big races that year, Although in the winter, as I started to or tried to keep up with training, I struggled more. And as it came around to early spring, I was feeling extra depleted rather than full of energy. So the following year, I decided to try something different. And I did more cross-training with cross-country skiing and long hikes in the winter to help maintain my endurance, but without feeling so depleted and not doing the same thing I had been doing all summer and fall. And this experiment was so helpful because I paid attention to what my body needed and felt more balanced as a result. So that's just one example, but it's a way that shows how important it is to listen to your body and sync with the seasons for sustainable energy than it is to try pushing 100% all of the time. So should you run less in the winter? Only you can determine what's best for you. But hopefully this conversation so far has given you some things to consider, and I'm also going to offer you three ideas and practices now that you can choose from when it comes to syncing your workout with the winter season. So first, how can you incorporate more restorative movements or rest? Since our pace is slower in winter, or at least that's the invitation, and because we may want to go a little easier, 
it's okay to switch it up from your usual routine. As I shared about running, I found cross-country skiing and hiking feel better to me during that particular season instead of continuing the same effort I had in the summer. And that's not to say that I don't run at all. It just adds in more restorative movements and what I consider to be an easier effort. When it comes to our inner winter, especially restorative movements are ideal. So maybe it's yoga and child's pose or some easy hip focus postures like pigeon pose. I wouldn't do anything inverted in your inner winter since you want to support the downward energy and flow in your body, but try something that feels like rest. I like to get out for a walk in the woods, often near water, the first or second day of my cycle, and it's a really easy walk though, not a vigorous hike. It just feels good to be outside for a bit. So do something that feels good and ask yourself, how can you incorporate more restorative movements or rest? I think the interesting thing about workouts and our inner winter of menstruation is that there's loads of articles and suggestions out there saying, here's why you should exercise during your period and how it helps with cramps. Does it for everyone? I mean, you'll have to find what suits you, but if you're like me, working out is the one thing you don't do much of during menstruation. But without understanding your own body, it's very easy to get sucked into comparison and let your inner critic tell you how lazy and unmotivated you are for not working out while you're bleeding. There's definitely another way, and only you will know what your body wants and what's true for you. The second thing I want to offer you is how can you nourish yin with essential oils? So in case you're not familiar, yin is the passive female energy associated with earth, dark, and cold. In other words, winter is yin. According to traditional Chinese medicine, winter is also associated with the kidneys. So in order to nourish yin and our kidneys, I would suggest trying floral oils like lavender and neroli, also fennel, pine essential oils, and ginger, which is a warming essential oil. You can use any of these diluted in a carrier oil and apply them topically. Uh, also, a warm compress is helpful to apply those. They're great to use on lower aspects of the body, like the soles of the feet, the heels, the base of the spine, for a grounding effect. But if you're going to support the kidneys, you might also want to put that warm compress over the low back after you've applied the oils topically. So I won't get into it all here because there's a lot to it, but if you're not familiar with essential oils yet and it's something you've wanted to learn more about, simply go to jennyholbert.com forward slash oils for a free workshop when you're done listening to this episode, and the link for that is in the show notes. I would love to help you get started with the world of essential oils if that's something you want to dive into more. And the third and final question I'll offer you is how can you indulge your inclination to slow down in winter? I remember back to having one of those winter runs. You can probably picture this if you're a runner. The wind is biting at the skin on your face. Your legs feel the sting of the cold. Despite having layers and body heat going, you are still not feeling quite warmed up. The thing that I notice is some days I have bursts of energy from spending more time indoors in the winter, like I can't wait to get out despite the cold, and other days... It's just this heavy, slow feeling, just kind of like the clouds hanging over the western Pennsylvania sky. The days are shorter, they're darker, it's cold, damp, and I just feel heavy and slow. 
So as I finished this particular run and I slowed down to walk towards the car, I had this moment of frustration with how I had been feeling. And I remember thinking to myself, am I getting out of shape? Why did that feel so hard? And then a wiser voice from the summer days of warm sunshine and those late sunset runs whispered to me, no, honey, this is your winter body. Ah, yes, this is my winter body. She's a little more sluggish some days, especially when the clouds are low and heavy. She tends to be less motivated to move fast in the cold. She wants to turn inward, and she craves warm things uh, like hot tea and vegetable soup and not ice-cold water. This is my winter body. So rather than be discouraged, disgusted, or disappointed with myself, and perhaps rather than you being discouraged, disgusted, and disappointed with yourself, the question can be, how can I love the body I'm in for the season I'm in? How could you nurture yourself during this colder season? What would it be like to be more present to winter? And I just want you to know again, it's okay to take it easy. Nobody can go all out 100% of the time without burning out. No runner feels energized on every single run, even though that's what it looks like on Instagram. Listen to your body and know when it's time to take an easy day or a rest day. If you're taking the pace slower, pay more attention to your body. Pay more attention to how the effort feels. Leave the stopwatch at home. And if you're focused on pace, just remember you might get discouraged by the numbers and start comparing today to one of those days when conditions were different, your mood was different, your body was at a different time of the month, and you just can't compare how you feel today or what your pace is today to how you are on a different day. So embrace the cues to go slower because the day will come when you're ready for the speed. Maybe it's time to try something new altogether, like hiking or skiing. What if you tried a new class or learned a new skill? Either way, embrace the season, move with ease, flow with the snow, and remember, this is your winter body. And maybe the question isn't, how do we get motivation for winter workouts? Maybe the question is, how can I work with the season instead of against it? How can I indulge this inclination to slow down in winter? Even though our society as a whole may not value living in the flow of a cycle, the truth is this leads us to overdoing, overtraining, and burnout. So I'm here to help you and help other women who want to reach their goals without sacrificing their health, who love to work out but don't want to burn out, who have a desire to flow with the body's natural rhythms and cycles to do that, to understand and sync the inner and outer seasons, the things that are going on outside of us and within us, and allow us to awaken that wild. As you know, I like to say, when wild women wake, mountains will move. And by the way, if this entire conversation about inner seasons, outer seasons, really having a focus that is nature-inspired for your life, your wellness, and your workouts is something that you would love to dive into more, you'll have to check out Wild Souls. It's for those women who do want to reach their goals without sacrificing their health, learn to flow with the body's natural rhythm and cycles, and end that pattern of overdoing, overtraining, and overwhelm. So if you do want to go deeper and you think this approach aligns for you, I'd love for you to check out Wild Souls. You can just go to jennyholbert.com forward slash wild. And if you need the link, it'll also be in the show notes. 
So I hope you realize from this episode that when it comes to workouts, business, or your personal life goals, success is not a sprint. It's a cycle. I can't wait for you to try moving your body this winter from that mindset and enjoy the season you're in. Before you go, next week on the podcast in this winter series, I'll be teaching you all about essential oils for winter, sinus, throat, and respiratory issues. You don't want to miss this episode if you're someone who wants to use nature's medicine to stay well and get well, because I'll be giving you the exact protocol I followed just a few weeks ago when I was dealing with these issues. I cannot wait to share it with you, and until then, go live your one wild life.